Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just un- like the feeling. I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling. Like you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family and that would help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Ali, and Ali had a really strange encounter with a light in central Victoria. Ali, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I am really intrigued by your story because it is something that belongs in a Hollywood movie, I think. It sounds absolutely (laughs) terrifying. And when I read it, just on the email, I was getting goosebumps. So I can only imagine what it felt like to really go through this. And are you able to go back to the start of where this all happened for you? Yeah, absolutely. So just a bit of background. Um, We live on a 400-acre property. We have no neighbours. Our closest neighbours are sort of a fair while away and the rest of the properties surrounding us aren't occupied. So, yeah, very sort of rural, isolated. Um, We sort of live in a one-bedroom apartment me and my partner and my son. It's a good size. So we subdivided the lounge room and put my son's bed in half the lounge room and there's open windows um, at the front of the house just sort of overlooking hundreds of acres of paddock. And we have sort of a heap of stock. We have cats. We have dogs. We have two Marimar Livestock Guard dogs and then if anyone knows about them, they bark at everything. Um, they're always barking. We have a red healer who's by the house and a pet dog who's in and out. Um, and on this night, we had pretty much just got ready for bed. We all got cozy and my son asleep by the, wind, the front windows. 
um, and my partner was fast asleep in the back bedroom. Um, so I was just up. It was about 10.30 at night, just sort of a – it was about six months ago, so the, the weather was pretty average, um, cool night, nice sort of quiet night, clear night. Um, my partner was asleep and all the lights were off in the house. I was playing on my phone and I just sort of happened to glance up and the whole house was illuminated with um, this really strange, like I describe it as yellow gold light. Um, obviously there's no roads in front of us. Um, the light wasn't moving, which made me scared instantly because I knew it wasn't a car. Um, None of the dogs were barking. So there was just this unexplained light illuminating the whole house and my stomach just instantly dropped and I felt sick. Um, So I sort of turned around and I started shaking my partner and I was like, hey, wake up, what is that light? And he's sort of wait, half waking up. He's like, what? What are you talking about? I was like, there's a light. I don't know what's going on, but the house is lit up. And so he sort of in his half slumber starts walking out the bedroom door and looks towards the front of the house with all the open windows and sort of squints his eyes. I can see he's illuminated by it. And then the light just goes out as quick as it just came on. Oh, wow. And so he sort of turned around, walked back into the room. Um, He said to me, like, are you messing with me? Um, He might have used some swear words because I think he was a bit spooked by this point. And I said, no, like, I've just been laying here. I haven't moved. What was that like? And so another thing that really spooked me about this was that there was there was absolutely no noise. So it was like before it happened, I got the feeling that something was wrong. Um, and I don't know how to explain that, but the other thing was that if anyone was in any of the front paddocks, the dogs would have gotten nuts because especially our Marama dogs who were down in those front paddocks, they bark at everything and anything and it was just dead silent. And that really, really freaked me out. And I, by the time my partner got back in the room, I was actually crying because I was that scared. I don't know why it was just a light, but it gave me this feeling of dread. Um, so my partner came back in, you know, are you messing with me? Like, what's going on? And he sort of gets into that protective mode. You know, he's a big tough man, so he's, sort of rushes outside and looks around and I'm following behind him. I didn't really want to go out there, but I didn't want to stay in by myself either. Um, My son's just like fast asleep throughout this. He doesn't wake up. The dogs are still sleeping. Nothing's woken up. Nothing's unsettled. But as we walked outside, it was still dead silent and it was just really eerie. So, yeah, I um. We got back in and my partner sort of explains to me what he saw and he described it as he walked out and he looked towards the light and the light was about 20 metres away from the front doors. It was about 10 feet in the air 
and it was just this massive glowing orb, sort of an orange, goldish, yellowish colour. It wasn't moving or anything. And then he said once he looked into it, it went out in a way of how an old-style TV screen, you know how it goes out from the outside to the in? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of like just blips away. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure looking back on that if it did just blip away or if it shot away really fast and it looked like that as it was shooting away. But, I mean, either way, it's still spooky. It was something that definitely changed my perspective on things that there's just very, very magical, mysterious things out there that we have no explanation for. Um, it was, like I said, there was absolutely no noise to the light. And another thing as well is that I got the feeling that it was watching, like it was in, sort of um, inspecting because once it got caught, it went out. It was like, oh, they've seen me or something. I don't know. But the feeling that came behind the experience was, yeah, it was terrifying and I've actually spoken to a few people about it since and had some different perspectives on what it might be. And um, it's interesting. I mean, some sort of spiritual people, I guess, who I've asked for their opinion, they seem to believe that it was something um, sort of more positive due to the colour. So I'm not sure what I think of that. Um, the fact that it had that goldy light to it. You know, they sort of seem to think that, well, maybe it was something positive um, that was coming to just share its presence. I'm not sure. But, yeah, it was very interesting because it wasn't so much as a a craft. Um, It definitely wasn't a drone or anything like that. But, um, yeah, it was very, very bright. It illuminated the whole inside of the house. And it seemed to be able to have some sort of effect on the animals for them not to go crazy at it as well. So, yeah, very interesting encounter and it changed my perspective on things. It opened up my eyes to a lot. That is an absolutely incredible encounter, Ali. I got chills from you just retelling that because I can hear the the fear in your voice just retelling that that whole encounter. It is absolutely terrifying. Yeah, well, it, um, I mean, we moved my, my son's bed from the front of the windows back into he's got the bedroom now and we've got sort of the um, subdivided lounge room. So, yeah, I sort of immediately went into that protective mode, like what if something's looking in here? I want my son to be away from it for if it comes back sort of thing. So, yeah, it was just um, very bizarre and no one has been able to say, oh, yeah, it was definitely this or it was definitely that. Like it it was just something unexplained and I wish I knew what it was, but I probably never will, unfortunately. You said you lived in an apartment complex. Is that right? No, it's a it's like a one-bedroom sort of unit. Okay, okay. Is there yeah. other units in that area? No. Right, no, okay. No, we're the only we're – the only, um, we're sort of the only people who live probably our closest neighbours are oh 
there a while away. Yeah, um, I think on the notes here, you said you've got about 200 acres between you and the next person. Yes, that'd be probably about right. Wow, that's a that's a long way. That's a lot of isolation, especially in a situation like this. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's no main roads in front of us or anything like that. The closest road we're up a hill a bit, so where we live, um, yeah, we can't see the road behind us. But this happened in front of us, um, and yeah, there's no we can see out onto the horizon. So the thing, so it's a it's a while off. So there's really no way that anyone could sneak up to your property either, then, because if you've got that that kind of almost full view of everything around you, plus the the dogs out at basically the front guarding the place, there's there's so many triggers that will kind of alert you that something's there. Yeah, exactly. And also, when cars do come up to the property, you know how you get used to the lights and the shadows and everything like that. And there was no movement to this light. This light just came on and it was still because there was no shadows moving or anything like that. That's what spooked me when I looked up and everything was just lit up. Um, This light wasn't moving because there was no shadows being cast. It was just still. Um, So, yeah, it definitely wasn't a car or, um, you know, a spotlight or, anything like that because it was um it was stationary so the light that was coming into the unit there was it was it blinding to you or was it just like a and this is going to sound a really way to describe it but was it kind of like a light was just filling the space yeah it was like a light was filling the space but i could still tell it had a source so and it did have a source, um, but it was a soft light as well. It was, you know, enough to really notice it and it was light enough to see everything, but it had a softness to it. It wasn't like a blinding light. And for your partner to run outside and I guess for his eyes to to see it and not be overly blinded, it had to be some kind of almost self-contained light in that sense as well. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because, um, yeah, it's just interesting in that way. It definitely felt like it was emanating light into the place because the outside um, wasn't illuminated. So that's interesting as well. So outside wasn't glowing as much as the inside. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really creepy. It is. Yeah, and that's, you know, what really spooked me is that he's walked out, my partner's walked out and he's looked into it and probably for, you know, one, two seconds and it just went out and everything went pitch black again. And, yeah, so it it felt like it had been caught and it had been seen. And then it was like, oh, I'm going now. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. Have you heard of Min Min activity around that area before? I've heard of the Min Min lights, but I haven't heard of it around this area at all. Because I thought it was sort of a um, Central Australia Phenom- am I wrong? It, it, it's kind of, it mostly is. It's mostly within the, the central Australia, central Queensland type of area. But I, I do get lots and lots of reports of people seeing lights just like this and like a Mimin light on their farms in rural Victoria of all places. Oh, cool. That's fantastic to hear because, yeah, I've um I've done a bit of research and I haven't been able to... Um, you know, find anything much for rural central Victoria. Uh, obviously, that's another reason why I'd like to, I wanted to share the story because if anyone else has experienced anything similar, um, you know, even if they don't want to reach out, it's nice to know that you're not alone because it does sort of play on your mind a bit when you do experience something like this. It sort of makes you think like, well, if it wasn't this and it wasn't that, like, Am I going a bit crazy, <laughs> you know? So, and, um, you know, that's a really fair and valid point as well because if your partner didn't wake up to see this, I could only imagine the mindset that that would leave you in because you would not know if what you saw was a dream or not. Yeah, absolutely because, um, you know, he was fast asleep and my son was fast asleep. So, it would have just been you know, me experiencing this alone and thinking, oh, my gosh, like, what's going on here? It was, um, yeah, you could have thought that it was a dream. And that's actually something my partner said to me as well. He, the next day is like, it's like it was a dream, you know, but it but it happened. And, yeah, it just it really shook us both. I'm going to ask you a really left field question here, but have you ever noticed I guess, blocks of time go missing? Not really, no, not personally. Um, no, and it's something I've sort of, yeah, I think I'd be sensitive to now as well after experiencing that, something so that felt so otherworldly or, um, yeah, I sort of tie between, oh, well, is it otherworldly or was it something sort of spiritual? I'm not sure what my feelings are towards it. But, yeah, no, we haven't, thankfully, that I've noticed. Because the the thing that really raises a, a question to me is that this might have been a UFO is the way that it just disappeared because I've spoken to someone fairly recently, and I don't know if the episode's aired or not by the time we've done this recording, but they had a, a UFO encounter very, very similar to what you had, and I believe it was in Victoria of all places as well. 
and the the craft that they saw or the or the light that they saw it shot off the same way like a tv was getting turned off mm. oh that's that's unreal yeah that's that's scary <laughs> it is it is quite scary i mean there's a lot of similarities to it and i mean if that episode or when that episode comes out you'll you'll probably hear that and you'll go oh wow i can see a lot of similarities in the in the, I guess, in in this story between these two, so I have to ask, Ali, what did your what did your partner think of this? Yeah, he was um, confused, the same as myself. Um, I'm not sure if he got the exact same feeling that I got of dread um, as soon as the light. I noticed the light because he was sort of in a half sleep state, so I think. For him, it was a bit <laughs> a bit better than me because I I don't know it just was something about it made me feel dread. I'm not sure why, and I'm not sure if I should feel I should have felt that way towards it. Maybe just because it is something that is sort of out of the norm, you automatically feel that way. I'm not sure, and that's a possibility as well. It could have been something completely harmless and. Um, you know, benign, but because it is something that's out of your normal range of experiences, you just feel that fear. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, I felt really sort of scared um, immediately as soon as this light was illuminated, which isn't sort of normal, I guess. Um, Cause at that point I didn't know it could have just been something explainable but yeah and I think I'm pretty sure yeah he was pretty spooked by it I mean honestly I don't blame you both because I would be absolutely uh packing it if I was in that situation myself (laughs) um and did you say that the the whole farm just kind of went inaudible as in there was no sound at all yes yeah definitely and that's that's something that's odd you can feel it and maybe ever since then as well, maybe I've just become more sensitive since that experience. Um, but, yeah, I can I can feel it here. You're so isolated and you're so in tune to the normal sounds of the night and um, you can feel it when something changes and it's definitely like all the sounds get sucked out of the atmosphere. It just becomes completely still and quiet and you feel like you're not, I don't know, almost like you're out of place or something. I'm not sure um, how to describe it. but It's kind of like the environment feels unnatural. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Because if anyone out there has lived on even a semi-rural property, anything that even backs onto bushland knows how noisy the nighttime actually can be in Australia. Absolutely, yep. And when all the sound just gets sucked out of it, it is like you are in a vacuum and your senses get turned up to 11. Yes, definitely. You become very hypersensitive. And I wonder if that is one of the contributing factors that made you feel like that that sense of dread is just because everything felt so out of place that there was no sound, there was this this extremely extremely odd light just there doing whatever it was doing 
um, I don't I don't blame you for feeling that sense of dread at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Um, yeah, even looking back on it, yeah, it still it still scares me just as much. And like I said, I am more sensitive to it now. I can I can feel it at times. Um, you know, just being on on this property, and I'm not sure if it's similar in other rural properties. I'm not originally from the country, so um. But yeah, you can definitely feel that something's different every now and then. You become hypersensitive, and you're just not sure. You're not sure what's going to happen, sort of thing. You start like sweating, and you're like, "Oh, what's going on?" And you know, most of the time, nothing, nothing happens. But still, something changes in the energy. It's very interesting. So, are you saying that's a, a more frequent occurrence now that you've experienced this? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, and I'm not sure if it. I think that I've just become more aware of it. How does that make you feel? Does that make you think that this could have been going on the entire time and you just weren't aware to it or you weren't tuned into it? Yeah, yeah. I think um, I I am probably a little more brave than before. Obviously, if the light was to come back, I would probably feel the exact same way, way that I did, but. Uh, I'm not sure. It gives me a bit of reassurance because I know now, I don't know, after you have an experience like this, you know 100% that there are things out there that you can't explain. Um, there are, There's so much more to life than we can comprehend or understand. So, yeah, I guess in a way I'm a little bit more sort of um, brave in that sense, but then I'm not sure how I would react if it was to happen again, to be honest. And, and you know what? I don't think anyone would know how they would react. It's really one of those flight or flight types of um, uh, responses because it's it's such an unknown and I wouldn't know how I would act. I think I'd freeze. I'll probably have a heart attack on the spot thinking, my goodness, what is this thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's, yeah, it, it's just, it's very interesting. And I think that immediately when that light came on as well, like when I noticed the light, I was in that. That state, I'm not sure if you know that state where you're almost too scared to move. Yeah. And my partner was snoring right next to me and I was almost too scared to wake him up because I was like, I don't know, it just felt so like otherworldly and just so foreign. Um, The feeling that came with the light was just as scary as the light itself. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting and I'm not sure if I haven't heard – myself of me moonlights in sort of central Victoria, but I'd love to, you know, read or see any accounts of them happening. I'm sure they do. I've spoken to a lot of people about it. I'm very honest and open about it, um, especially because I don't know many people around here. So when I do get chatting to someone from around here, I go, oh, so have you seen any strange lights sort of thing and try and open up the conversation? I haven't really had anything um, – similar to that but I have spoken to some spiritual people who sort of had interesting interpretations of it um sort of coming from the more spiritual aspect um yeah so that was interesting so have you spoken to your neighbors about this this before or anything like that yeah yeah we called the neighbors the next day we were like so (laughs) Did you guys see any weird light last night? And they hadn't seen anything. And 
Um, as far as I know, they never have. Oh, wow. So, it really yeah. did single you out, didn't it? Yeah, it feels like it. It didn't feel random at all. It felt like it popped up by the front door to have a look and got caught and off it went. It was weird. Have you ever encountered that light again? Not that light. I have. I see strange lights on the horizon a lot, um, you know, just sort of still red or orange lights that just go from one side of the horizon to the right side. Um, and they're odd because they don't have any flashing to them. So I think, what is that? So do they you just know? zip across the sky? Yeah, they'll go. Sometimes they'll go quite slowly, like enough to follow them, but obviously really fast because it's from one end of the horizon to the other, but you're able to follow it along. So that's odd. That is odd. That's creepy in itself that you've got all this activity going on around you as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I see them quite often. Just just odd, like still red or orange lights. And I know that I don't, I'm not sure if there's anything that flies in our skies that don't flash. That's the thing like that makes me notice them because I'm like, oh, that's a still light. And it's just sort of floating across. So that's odd. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of, I guess, a lot of planes have to have those flashing lights. It's just a safety precaution. And I think even drones have to have them. Mm. Yeah, and they're definitely not. They're too far down and they're too sort of close, even though if they're along sort of the horizon, they're, they're too low down to be satellites or anything. And they're too bright and... They're not white or anything. They're red or orange, just sort of still big lights, like a like a massive star, and it'll just go from one side to the other or up, down sort of thing. I haven't seen any like zigzag or anything like that, but, you know, I haven't lived here very long, so I'll keep looking. Do you feel like there's some kind of sentience to the, the light that visited you and perhaps the lights that are around this property? Um, I did with the one that visited me. I'm not sure if it's an accurate feeling or not, but there was something that felt intelligent about it. Um, it didn't so much feel like a craft because it wasn't, you know, massive or any flashing or anything like that, but it did feel like there was some sort of intelligence to it because a random light anomaly you wouldn't think would just rock up at someone's front door and then go out when it's seen. You know, it did feel like there was something behind it. So you feel like this light was more of a more of a a, a thing, like a like a, an intelligence more than it was an object. Yeah. Yeah, and whether there was an object behind it or or not, it might have been. It might have been some sort of you know, outer world craft um but yeah it definitely it didn't feel like just a random light anomaly it definitely felt like it had intelligence behind it like it was investigating and then it got seen yeah it it definitely adds to the uh the creep factor doesn't it definitely (laughs) i um i spoke to someone like a spiritual person um recently actually and she had the idea that the light could have been there for me and that the fact that I didn't go out 
and my partner went out, like it wasn't for him, so it just went out straight away. And um, she's like, oh, it could have been, you know, something um, quite harmless and quite actually positive, but it was there for you, not him, and it was testing to see how you would react. Oh, I'd rather not have that test. Thank you very much. that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, interesting to think that, you know, maybe it wasn't for him and maybe it was for me, but then who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah, I would I would rather not just have that encounter ever again. Thank you very much, Mr. Light. Yeah, and I feel like if something was there even, you know, and it was there for good reasons, then why would it instill that fear into you? Like, and that's the thing that I always go back to is, well, if something was there, for just pure harmless and positive sort of needing to give you a message or something like that, then you'd think that there would be ways that they would do that that wouldn't make you so frightened. That's exactly it. And I am a big believer of trusting your gut in a situation like this. So if your gut is saying, I don't like what's going on and I feel in danger from that, I think you have to, you really have to go with your gut on that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, Ali, I want to thank you for coming on the show because that is an absolutely fascinating encounter. It has given me chills the entire time you've been telling me it, and I really do want to thank you for coming on the show to share it. Well, thank you so much for having me. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.